0: Welcome to the Varnist Podcast. Today we have some great Varnist, Vadim Gluzman. Would you like to present yourself and maybe talk a bit about yourself a bit?
1: I really don't like talking about myself. No. Uh, I like talking about music, literature, you know, movies, <laughs> but not about myself. I'm Vadim. I am Vadim. I was born in what used to be Soviet Union. Uh, I'm Israeli since... I was 15 years old and we meet in Tampere because I'm here to play music by Basques.
0: Yes. Okay, let's talk then more about music stuff. Great. Great. <laughs> I
1: love talking about music.
0: And uh, let's start straight away. What you find inspiring to play violin and music? Why you are doing it?
1: Well, initially... Uh, You probably will remember this, at least to some degree, the system where I was educated as a child, there was no choice. Exactly. If somebody brought you to music school, they told you, you you're going to play this instrument, nobody asked you what would you like to do. You play violin. Uh, So I was just lucky to fall in love with what I was told uh and i i think it it it, it of course sounds like a, like a cliche but uh essentially i think music in general lets us express things that we cannot express in words in in any language uh it it lets us be vulnerable and open and honest to certainly much higher degree.
0: Yeah, that's what I also feel. Hmm. I also feel that music helps uh, to express yourself in verbal, in life, just in normal life.
1: Hmm. What do you think? I never thought about it like this.
0: Because you kind of get used to express your emotions and feelings on the stage, and then it's... Because especially I find in modern world, some people find it difficult to express their feelings because nowadays everything messaging, you know, internet, robots, and I find that some people find it difficult to express their, their emotions and.
1: Uh, yes, this is this is very true, uh, and you are absolutely right. It has to do with the way we now message each other and short sentences, primitive constructions. Uh, but it also very much depends on the person. Mm. I, I, personally, I am not. Uh, I may seem to be extroverted uh, socially, but uh, emotionally, I, there are not many people who know me. Mm. Uh, and I imagine that there could be many more people who feel, to some degree, what I what I am. Just because I stand in front of them and play music,
0: so you're expressing yourself through music yeah I, i'm I'm
1: not uh, great at expressing myself in words,
0: okay, yeah, it's also interesting, and uh, like if we are thinking about sportsmen, they have some Olympic games, something else like but what what goal? For musician could
1: be for violinist. Well, if if I believed in the idea of music competitions, I would tell you music competitions because this is a direct parallel to your to your question. But since I do not, and I think this is the, absolutely the worst concept that has happened in music in general. Yeah. Um, goal is just that. I know it sounds maybe simplistic, but. Uh, just going on stage and, and being the messenger, in a way. Mm. That's what we do, essentially. We translate little dots and lines into sound and to the best of our ability, understanding uh, education, emotional intensity, etc. Mm. I think that all together is called interpretation.
0: And uh is it for you, because you're a soloist and you play a lot of concert? is it not exhausting your feelings and emotions? Not yet. Not yet. But how, how do you recharge? Uh,
1: honestly, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I do think that the, the inspiration itself, for me, this is really, for, I can only speak for myself, we are all so so very different, comes from these dots and and, and lines. I I hold composers in absolutely highest respect, especially because I work regularly with new composers, Mm -hmm. with modern composers, living composers, and you build certain uh, sense of responsibility and at least when you are premiering a new work, it really is in a way uh, almost like witnessing the birth of, of, of a child. Mm. Uh, and for many of, of these composers, it truly is that, that, that feeling. And then when you play Beethoven, I ask myself why, why should it be any different? Uh, I, I should and I do. Have exactly the same highest respect and the same sense of responsibility as I would have in front of Peteris Vasquez or Venture or Valentin Silvestrov. Yeah. For me, it, 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 I, I've always been very attracted to uh, the uh, job of detective. I, as a child, I even, you know, uh, fantasized about becoming a, a Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> Um and, and it's a similar kind of uh, uh work. You you look for clues that are given to us in, in music and interpret them into sound. Mm-hmm. And it, it's the the process is absolutely endless. i for example I've been playing Brahms concerto for 30 years and I, st- I honestly still discover new information just by looking at the score. So maybe this is what you call recharging.
0: Okay, that's interesting really. And uh, with modern composers, how do you find kind of way to perform it? Because especially if it's totally fresh new piece, which no one performed before. how, how, How do you... Imagine like, have this image in your imagination, or
1: you mean in, about playing? Yes, or about like... this is uh, this is the most exciting because uh, there is no preconception.
0: Exactly.
1: There is no uh, quote-unquote tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you play yeah. almost any piece. standard repertoire and inevitably you have heard it already yeah yeah Uh, and it's it's perfectly fine I'm not I'm not uh, preaching that we should isolate ourselves from sound and no of course not but here you basically you are creating the tradition it is and you can rely only on your understanding the way you understand what's written on the page. Of course, uh, the advantage is having the composer uh, and being able to simply pick up a phone and ask. I wish I could call Beethoven. I, I, it, would, <laughs> yeah. it would give me so, so much help, but not possible. Yeah. But uh, I remember just now, a month ago, less I was premiering a new concerto by Akis Ventur in in Oregon. And it's a rather rather demanding and a very very big work. Uh, fantastic, fantastic piece. Uh, and as I was preparing it and the premiere was coming closer and closer, uh, I was growing more and more nervous and more and more uh, uh, in a way unsure of myself. Uh. And then we had a meeting with Artis uh, on Zoom maybe a week or so or 10 days before we were going to meet uh, in Oregon and he's a very kind man, a very very beautiful person. That meeting gave me gave me uh, assurance and and Kind of strength to to say I know what I'm talking about. I I know what this music is, and it, that that was really essential. So that that is a huge advantage uh, to 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 have access to the source. But at the same time, it it is it is absolutely inc- extraordinary feeling when you're you're creating something for the first time.
0: And what if it's like let's say some. Discovered piece and composer not alive anymore.
1: That is the same process. I've I've had I've had these uh, experiences as well. Some some uh, works by by obscure composers uh, that were never recorded. It was some it, it was a chamber uh, piece that um, there was not there was no score even. We only mm. had parts. Mm. And uh, this is before the time of Sibelius' uh, programs and that you could mm. make it yourself, basically, nowadays. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot, but I know <laughs> that there are many people who can do it. Uh, so we, we would just sit on the floor, spread our our, our music, and that was real detective work. It <laughs> was absolutely fantastic. Such, so, so much joy doing that. Mm. And uh,
0: how how like the worst thing for musicians probably is practicing because you need to practice every day and a lot. How how you manage to keep yourself like disciplined with practice?
1: Okay, discipline is also not my strong side, <laughs> okay. to be honest. Uh, it's it's motivation, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. For me, it is motivation and that sense of responsibility. Because I love what I, I, I honestly love it. I love music. I love making music. I love living in music. And in order to do it well, you just have to practice. It's it's a very sad fact. Uh, I spent I spent my my life trying to find a way how to practice less. <laughs> and it, it, does, it just does not exist. And does no. uh, it work? No. I think it was, it, it was Heifetz who, who said, uh, I don't practice one day, I know it. I don't practice two days, my wife knows it. And I don't practice three days, my public knows it. Uh, exactly. Um, and I can tell you, being almost 50 years old, uh, with time, you need to practice. Uh, I wouldn't say more, but but more regularly, okay. because your your body is not improving. Uh, actually, does the opposite. Yes. So it's uh, one thing I I can say that uh, I think, and I hope that I have learned quite a bit how to practice. Smartly and uh, how to maybe achieve something, uh, get from A to B quicker, uh, because of uh, just having to to learn so much material constantly, you you get into into certain habits of how to learn. I don't want to get into details; it's boring, but. Um, this probably uh, is is where where i make say that i can save time for myself mm. yeah but which i could not do 20 years ago i didn't okay. know how to do
0: it. so it came with years of experience experience definitely okay definitely because because some people believe that after academy you don't need to practice you just play
1: um, <laughs> if only that was true yeah I say to all my my students that if they think that they have to practice now and this is a lot, wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I remember why one my colleague student
0: said that violin is like a bicycle, you <laughs> just have to learn and so you go.
1: It would be absolutely wonderful, but it is really not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And uh do you have, like, some
0: special exercises to keep in shape?
1: Very, very little, yeah. I, I, I discovered a few exercises during COVID because I had nothing else to do. Uh, and I realized I need to keep myself in shape. Okay. And standing there for 3 hours, 4 hours, 5 hours every day when I didn't have a concert to prepare next yeah. week it was very difficult uh, to, to motivate myself, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, so I, I decided I will do everything I have never done. Uh-huh. I played and worked on uh, through uh, enormous amount of etudes and exercises that I have I've never done it uh-huh. in my life, not as a student, not as a professional. Uh, my, my teacher back, back in Riga had a. Uh, in, he, he is, he's still teaching uh, in, in, in my school. Uh, he's 92 years old. Uh, he's a very wise man and he saw that this child is not going to be motivated to play scales. Okay. And he, I played scale last time when I was 11 years old. Oh, wow. And I st- until now, I see no reason why to play scales. Okay. Uh, he would give me uh, lines from uh, Beethoven concerto, lines from, you know, Vuitton V, etc etc, things like this. And these were my exercises, but I had musical joy. I had, uh, you know, uh, some kind of m- musical uh, satisfaction. Um, so I did it during COVID, to, in a way to entertain myself. And since I'm by nature curious, uh, this was something that I've never done. And that, that was very interesting to me. So I, I found a few, uh, I chose a few exercises by Dunis. Uh, oh, yeah. There is this huge book of exercises. They are horrifically difficult. Uh, wow. I took, took a few exercises from his portion It's called Daily Dozen. He said that these this 12 exercises are, if I dedicate every day time to, to play all these 12 exercises, that will take two hours of my of my practicing. I, I don't have the time. But this couple of exercises, I find them very, very uh, helpful. I, I, I offer, offer them to my students, and I do them myself. It's a very quick uh, warm-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it keeps your fingers strong and independent which is which is wonderful uh and it, it also sh- shapes your hand into a, a position frame as you go through positions it informs your hand of the size of the position from two so to speak right. and it's absolutely wonderful and then a couple of very popular uh you know collet exercises for right hand Opening hmm. and closing fingers. Uh, it's called. Uh, my, my teacher Peckadriga called it finger Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's it's similar. It's not
1: quite the same, but but it's similar to finger Um It's about ten fifteen minutes altogether.
0: Hmm. But this is this is
1: really a, a recent discovery. Uh
0: huh. But in general, how how much do you practice?
1: As much as I need. Okay. There is no. I must practice two hours or 12 hours. I practice. But every day. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I also.
0: Like my, my teacher in, in Kiev, he was saying that it's better to practice one hour every day than one day for hours. like...
1: <laughs> Absolutely agree. Absolutely, 100% agree. Uh, it, it, like with any. And practicing is exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's physical yeah. action. Uh, it is better to do a little bit every day than a lot in one day and then do nothing. Mm. It's basically throwing away your efforts.
0: Mm. Yeah. But then, like many musicians, of course, having problems with hands and back. And how do you
1: relax? Like. Uh, I luckily have never had uh-huh. any, any problems. Uh, we can go into details as to why. Maybe I'm built well for mm-hmm. violin, uh, my my body. Uh, I I attribute some of it to the fact that I do not use shoulder rest, and I mm. uh, I am I am a, I played with shoulder rest until I was nineteen or so, and thanks to very loud expressions by <laughs> Isaac Stern and and Pinchas Zuckerman Zukerman, I, I stopped using shoulder shoulder rest. Um, and now I can very clearly see the difference um, but then on top of it I do think about my posture when I play, I, I try to be mindful of my body I try to be mindful that I'm, if I'm uh, uh, feeling tired physically not to unless I there is something urgent and I have to go and do something but maybe stop, stretch uh, just take a little care it doesn't take much mm. but to be to be careful and I, I do uh, like massages mm. this, this, this helps a lot I mean we know it from sportsmen, musicians, dancers uh, anybody who has something who has a physical work to do and, and it, it, as funny as it sounds what we do is physical
0: yeah yeah it's very much like sport (laughs)
1: absolutely absolutely just very sport on a very small scale
0: thank you for listening we continue our interview with the second part in uh, one week bye